welcome to today's comments podcast. As we all adjust to the new lockdown measures to combat the coronavirus outbreak, we'll be looking at Prime Minister Boris Johnson's personal battle to fight this new contagion uh, from his initial self-isolation to his admission to intensive care. For many people, we are now instructed by our governments uh, globally to uh, adhere to the lockdown measures and remain indoors as a way to combat the coronavirus outbreak and mitigate the number of uh, deaths and also ensure that there is capacity for the for countries uh, health services hospitals uh, social care uh, centers and homes to contend with uh, the patients of uh, coronavirus and those who have contracted this new contagion it's having a devastating effect upon a lot of sectors economically however i feel like many people have just complied with the instruction to remain indoors and it's obviously uh, devastating to hear of the death uh, toll on a daily basis especially in the UK we have a daily regular public news announcements by the press announcements by the uh, ministers or secretary of states and it is escalating um, we're hoping to reach the peak fairly shortly and to flatten what is defined as uh, the sombrero curve of the coronavirus but it's still a grim outlook for many especially as the most vulnerable are now having to remain in or have been recommended to remain in self-isolation or shielded for up to period of three months because their immune systems are fairly fragile I would not and they are most at risk of uh, fatality should they contract the coronavirus so it is impacting everyone's lives to a, a profound extent, whether it's economically, socially, uh, you know, people are having to remain confined indoors. However, many people may not know someone directly uh, who has been affected by coronavirus. It's still seems as though it may be certain sectors of society or we hear about the victims who recovery um, 
you know, their personal reports of how lethal this uh, virus is and the difficulties they have had to contend with the symptoms, uh, you know, talking about being very descriptive in the language used. And, you know, these personal stories of uh, victims of uh, coronavirus who have since recovered just creates um, an awareness of how serious this uh, it is and no one wants to be lax and you know with regards to complying with the measures and especially it's very tempting with the warm weather at the moment and we're in the midst of spring so it's highly tempting to you know wanting to go out and venture outdoors but we know the reality is that we all have to collectively ensure that we comply and just do our best to uh, remain preoccupied and create new activities to keep yourself engaged throughout the day and uh, whilst we are uh, restricted to remain indoors as much as for as long as uh, is anticipated at least for perhaps another three weeks whilst the government uh, considers uh, an extension of uh, the lockdown in the UK but that is already prevalent in many countries um, globally where lockdown has been enforced for quite a few weeks. One case recently um, of a very um, which had a significant impact, I think, upon a lot of people, uh, was uh, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, who contracted the the virus. It wasn't so much the case of, I feel personally, that, in my opinion, this is, uh, that he actually contracted the virus. It was the the fact that he deteriorated so rapidly from when we saw him and I think it wasn't in the midst of anyone's mind that he would be fighting for his life a few days later so that really graphic portrayal of how this virus coronavirus kind of it should not be um, assumed to be a contagion which can be uh, easily fought by people who are in good health of a certain age. I think that is a falsehood and with Prime Minister Boris Johnson contracting the uh, virus and sent into you know he was obviously instructed to remain self isolated remain indoors at, at his Downing Street flat back in late March on the 27th and we there were media pictures of uh, him still 
running the country, you know, using technologies and virtual um, remote communication uh, software like Zoom uh, to remain in touch with the cabinet team. And uh, so he still seemed to be working flat out. And we have proof in the pictures which were um, available during his self-isolation period. And again, we saw him photographs of uh, media coverage of Boris Johnson standing outside 10 Downing Street and clapping, you know, for the NHS and other key workers, and which is now a, a regular weekly ritual in the UK at 8pm on a Thursday when people step outside and we all collectively uh, cheer on them. And just a way to really demonstrate our support for uh, these essential key workers and NHS heroes. Um, we saw photos of uh, uh, media coverage of Boris Johnson standing, uh, a solitary figure standing outside uh, number 10, uh, clapping. However, he was soon after, I think that was on the Thursday and on the Friday, or soon after he was admitted to a hospital in London with uh, persistent um, symptoms only three days later on the Sunday evening. And as part of his uh, treatment was provided with a uh, oxygen on late Monday afternoon and then was transferred late Monday evening to the intensive uh, care unit of uh, St Thomas's Hospital. So within that short period of time of just a few days uh, from seeing him outside uh, clapping for the NHS workers and other key workers and then only four days later being admitted to intensive care after his after Boris Johnson's uh, coronavirus symptoms worsened and again of course uh, upon the advice of his medical team he was admitted into hospital but this was an astonishing escalation in the decline of the health of the prime minister. And we it's been um, well acknowledged that once uh, coronavirus victims are admitted to hospital, uh, sorry, intensive care, chances of survival are said to be 50-50 depending on how the patient responds to the treatment and the um, and whether or not symptoms are mitigated. And luckily, or fortunately, 
Boris Johnson's has uh, not recovered, but he has been since discharged and is now in a period of uh, recovery and recuperation, which he obviously, having spent three days in intensive care, would not be expected to return to work and uh, it is a a realization i think and a wake-up call for many people especially in the uk members of the public to realize that we cannot have a blasé attitude or assumption that we may not be affected because we're not in um you know, in the vulnerable so-called list of um, group. And even if we don't know someone personally within our family or friends or work colleagues uh, or a social network, just visually witnessing the decline of someone um, on social media within a few days who, when you have the assumption that someone is uh, perhaps uh, recovering from the virus and then a few days later, the revelation that uh, the individual is in actual fact now fighting for their, for their life really, to spell it out bluntly. And uh, I mean, it's all credit to the National Health Service uh, staff who treat all patients for COVID-19 and the immense amount of hard work and effort that is put in by all the teams which are involved in ensuring that uh, patients get the best care possible once they are admitted into a hospital. So I think that it is a wake-up call for all of us that we need to all work collectively to ensure that we do do our best to stay at home and adhere to the government measures which are regularly updated and currently we are in lockdown and with only with instructions on upon you know when we should be going out only for essential shopping and I think like one exercise per day is allowed uh, permissible locally um, and it's really important and imperative that we do do this so that we can actually come through on the other side um, successfully and as soon as possible, ensuring that we flatten the Sobrera curve of the coronavirus and uh, get back to normality as soon as we can collectively as a society and as a nation and ultimately ensure that uh, we decrease the number of fatalities of this disease 
well, infect virus and those who reduce the number of those who may potentially contract it. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You can subscribe to the Comments podcast via iTunes, Spotify and other major providers.